Canuck Central, hour number two here on a Wednesday. It is the uh, penultimate day of the week for us. We work Sunday, so we'll be taking uh, Friday away this week. Yeah, so we got, uh, we're got we going to do the mailbag, the Friday mailbag on Thursday. Yep. That's what's going to happen. And Yannick Hansen likely to join us uh, tomorrow as well. This hour is brought to you by Andrew Sherritt Limited, your plumbing and heating wholesaler, a proud family-owned BC company helping local business since 1892. If you missed the first hour of the show, Kevin Woodley on uh, the Canucks, structurally, how they play, how much they rely on Thatcher Demko, and I think we all know that there is some truth to what Jim Rutherford was saying but is it possible that Bruce Boudreaux can implement that, or do you need a new head coach? We talked about all those things in the first hour. If you missed it, check it out on the podcast. But it is a Wednesday, so you know what that means. It's time for Overrated, Underrated here on a Wednesday. This, uh, this new music bed just gets you in the mood. Um... It's that day of the year, Sat. So I feel like we have to start with, and producer Josh Elliott Wolf is with us as well. Um, Star Wars Day. Ooh, with May Fourth. May the Fourth be with you. Mm. Is there anything worse than May the Fourth be with you? Uh, I can think of a few things. <laughs> okay, it's not the worst thing in the world. I'm not saying <laughs> it's the worst thing in the world, but I'd rather just live without May the Fourth be with you. Okay. The day itself is overrated. <laughs> Star, Star Wars? Wars also probably <laughs> overrated. I, yeah, I see. I was not really a huge Star Wars fan, but I've watched all the Star Wars movies. They're entertaining. I can't, I can't say that I have. I, I've watched them. I, I think I, I haven't watched the latest generation, the latest trilogy. Star Wars is overrated. I don't care what anybody says. It's the same movie over and over and over again. How is it overrated when they're banking like a billion every okay. single time each movie comes out? I mean, you know, Kevin Hayes got seven sheets. He's still overrated. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that analogy fits. I don't know if people are paying to go and watch Kevin Hayes. Only the Flyers are paying him $7 million a year to watch him play. Um, it's definitely overrated. And, like, I don't know. Like, every, every like, Three weeks, there's some kind of new spin-off Star Wars show now. I will say, like, the, the Mandalorian's fantastic. It is amazing. It's really good. I didn't like Star Wars until I watched The Mandalorian. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Is that what? the thing with Baby Yoda? Yeah. yeah. It's oh. tremendous. Yeah, really good. Maybe I'll judge after I watch The Mandalorian, which will be never. <laughs> you can't judge things you haven't seen. Still got to catch up on Game of Thrones, so Mandalorian is like way down the list. Only two seasons of Mandalorian, so much quicker. <laughs> okay, that's fair. It's <laughs> good. It's a good point. All right, uh, can we get to some listener submissions here, John? Yeah, we will start with Ryan Ma. Never ending playoff overtime. Definitely overrated. I I am not a fan of continuous overtime. The you know, hockey's boring. I don't care. You're lying to yourself if you think the hockey is good once you get to second and third overtime. Okay, so it's really funny because I, I didn't end up watching all the overtime. I fell asleep. <laughs> I, I didn't watch all the overtime, but I went and watched the highlight pack of the overtime, and it was like three chances. <laughs> like, the guys are too tired. There was nothing. And I know? went through like, some of the metrics. It was like nothing happened in the overtime, and you were right. I mean, 
and I kind of thought early in the playoffs, overtimes are actually exciting because everybody's got juice. You get into the play, you get into overtime, and there's so much excitement and and energy in the game. But that one became dull real fast. <laughs> and I'm glad it ended pretty quickly in the third overtime because just because that's when I kind of put it back on again. I'm like, Hallelujah, yeah. this is over. You got to go to four on four at some point, don't you? Yeah, like, I, I don't know what the answer is uh, because you definitely can't end a playoff game in a shootout. But continuous overtime ain't it. I'm sorry. Like, there's just guys do not have the energy. The game slows down incredibly. The refs put the whistles away entirely. Like, I just hate so many things about continuous overtime. If it, if it goes through the first overtime, usually yeah, the, no, first the first overtime is fine. It's generally good. But you start getting into second and third OT, and it's just like, man, somebody please end this now. Well, that's where I'm with you. The first overtime is usually pretty good. The second yeah. and third, that's where I'm like, go five on five, then go four on four in the second. As someone that has to work the games, <laughs> definitely overrated. Now, okay, like people will bring up uh, Henrik Sedin and the, the, four, the quadruple OT, the quad OT winner against the Stars. Like when when it's I your was that game. when it's your team in it, you live and die by every chance, right? Yeah. Your heart jumps in your chest and all those things. But when you're just a neutral fan, I mean, I don't I don't know yeah. how you're like so invested with every like shot from the top of the circles because a player doesn't have enough jump to do anything else. Money and playoff pools; those are the reasons <laughs> yes. why you'd be invested. Uh, next is from somebody, lame duck contract. Ooh, underrated. I think I think the whole like lame duck thing is just it's like it's a narrative that coaches use to get extra extra years out of their deals. <laughs> yeah, just like always tack on a new year. Well, I mean, generally speaking, depending on the market, it does create noise that doesn't have to be there. Does that mean you have to make your decisions based on media and fan noise? No. I mean, the smart organizations handle that and don't let that deter them from making the moves they want to make. But it does complicate things. There is more pressure, and every person handles that differently. Some people don't handle being in a lame duck situation well. Others do. I remember Brian Burke talking about the problems of, of working in a lame duck year. I mean, he called himself a lame duck when he was there in the final year of his contract as a GM in Vancouver, for instance. So it really depends on the person and the situation. But yes, generally speaking, it might be a tad overrated. Um, did it did it distract? Or was it a distraction last year with Travis Green? I mean, that team was so bad that it mattered yeah. towards the end anyways. It did become a big storyline. Well, and he, here's where... But there was a lot of extra that Travis had to deal with that I felt was unfair last year. Yes, but that was more from organizational incompetence than yes. was from lame duck situations, specifically speaking. Here's the flip side of it. If you're having success, people are wondering, why aren't you extending him? But it's not a problem. Yeah. It's only a problem when a team's not having success. Uh, let's go to the next one, Josh. Uh, West Coast Rye, the Canucks need for speed. So he wants uh, the Canucks to, he's saying the Canucks need to, to get faster. Um, it's overrated. You don't need, like, they need to get faster, but I'm not, I, I feel part of that is, in the structure that Jim Rutherford talks about. If you're crisper with your zone exits, supporting each other on the ice, 
making shorter and quicker passes, which yeah. we saw them do a little bit under Bruce Boudreaux, just not consistently enough, then you can play faster. Playing fast doesn't all come down to player personnel. You need it as part of your player group, but it's not a like it's not as though if you add a bunch of fast players, all of a sudden your team is going to be able to play faster. It still comes down to being able to move the puck quicker first and foremost. That is the most important thing. So I think the idea of just going out and finding more Kasperi Kapitans or something like that is overrated. I'll say underrated because one thing this team lacks is closing speed. And you don't have a ton of guys that close gaps really well and take lanes away with their speed. That's why we talk about Highmore so much when he's able to do that. Lockwood's been doing some of that. The contrast between those players and others. And on the back end, we talk about Dermot coming in, and he's a guy who's athletic and fast, and despite the fact that he's not the, the... the smartest and the best defenseman as far as far as making the reads and making quick decisions. One thing he does have those really good good bursts and skating athleticism, so he closes gaps really quickly. So I do think the Canucks lack a lot of those types of guys on the roster, just from a pure speed aspect. Uh, humongous moving Tyler Myers contract. Um, underrated. I think that would be a huge bit of business for the Vancouver Canucks how they replace him that is the part that becomes more difficult but opening up that cap space just in general opening up cap space for the Vancouver Canucks is going to be massive for them this year but that's the kind of thing like when we talk about being better and more efficient with your money can you move out Myers and find a cheaper version that gives you a similar results you know or (laughs) hopefully better results but that's asking a lot. So in a, in a market where right shot D are just impossible to find. It is really difficult. And I would say that moving Myers' contract is an underrated thing that they can do. But moving him for the sake of moving him might be overrated. Yeah. Moving him just to get him out of here may be overrated. And not just because I'm, I'm fine with training him. But if you're moving him for just the sake of moving him, you're punting on the chance to get more for him in a year. Yeah. This one from Patrick Johnston. Beer Ooh. trimmers. Uh, big fan of beer trimmers. I don't buy, like, straight razors anymore. You don't, hey? You no. don't have a, I, have, I have, like, a machine. Yeah. Like, just a trimmer. I've got a trimmer. Don't don't need to go, Clips. like... Don't need to get the, the Bic. No, not, like... Bick actually cuts your... <laughs> Not Bick Nazar. <laughs> what a service. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I just don't... I don't do it anymore. I have a... Um, I have a Phillips One Blade. I have, like, multiple, like, you know, things that I use to, to trim the beard. And Sats is always in perfect condition. I, I let mine get a little bit more shaggy every now and again, but... <laughs> Yeah, beard trimmers are underrated. It's an, uh, it's an essential part of life for me. So be- beard trimmers are very underrated. I can't relate. This Count Dracula. Have uh, you ever shaven? If you were to grow a playoff <laughs> beard, what would it look like? It would look bad. <laughs> it would look patchy. So would it be like early career Sidney Crosby? Yes. Ah. Yeah. Not great. No. Uh, discount Dracula, leftover pizza. Um, Depends on the pizza joint. Yeah. Because, like, if it's too much cheese and too much stuff on it, you definitely can't have it cold. That has to be, like, a thinner pizza to have it cold. Yeah. An underrated cold pizza, by the way. But some pizza's fine the next day, but 
Throw it in the oven. Yeah. Usually it's pretty good. It depends on the toppings. But also, like, leftover pizza, you make a good point. The one thing about leftover pizza, if you're heating it up in the microwave, Mm-mm. you're an animal. There's okay? Just, there's there's <laughs> what no is place ro- for What it. is wrong with you? <laughs> you don't have the 10 minutes to throw it <laughs> in the yes, oven? Yes, take the extra time and heat it up properly. Who wants a soggy, gross slice of warmed-up pizza nuked in the microwave? Nobody wants that. It's awful. It doesn't taste good. Does a bad service to your leftover pizza? You can have great leftover pizza. Just heat it up properly. That's my only ask. My favorite thing about leftover pizza is forgetting that I have the leftover pizza and then opening the fridge and getting pumped <laughs> that the leftover pizza is there. Yeah. You know a big like college move was going to like Subway or whatever, doing the two-for-one subs and then saving one for the next day? Mm. Those were huge. Did you know uh, Subway makes pizzas? They do? Yeah. Why don't they make pizza subs? I had a friend that used to work at Subway, and people would come in and order pizzas. Why why would I know that? I'm just asking if you know that. (laughs) (laughs) It took offense to that. Uh, Is it like a flatbread? Like, what kind of Subway pizza? They have, like, a pizza dough ready, and then they just add the toppings on, and I'm sure it's not a good pizza. It's too easy to make pizza these days, you know? like everybody. flatbread. Yeah, it's like, you know. It's just too easy. Everybody's making pizza now. That, sir, is a sandwich. Then you have these other places that are like, oh, we have gourmet pizza, and it's $30 for a large. Like, why? <laughs> why is this $30? Uh, this one from Vicky, <laughs> the MCU. What is the Marvel MCU? Cinematic Universe. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah, what, yeah. Is, what is MCU? I mean, it's definitely not underrated because, boy, oh, boy, <laughs> there's so much attention it on it. It is rated. But I do enjoy it. I enjoy the Marvel Universe. Like, right now, the new Doctor Strange movie's coming out, and I'm probably not going to the theater to see it, but I'm excited to watch it. When it nah, is man. The movies are entertaining. We've they might be the, a little long, but they're good. We've got the day off Friday, so I'm going to watch <laughs> Doctor Strange. Oh, on it's, uh, it is so overrated. It's unbelievable. I will say, like, the... It's uh, entertaining. Uh, what do you have against entertainment? No, the DC Universe is, is much better. <laughs> you don't even watch that. I just watched The Batman, and that one was way better than any Marvel movie I've watched recently. You don't watch it have to have an opinion on which one's better. <laughs> I will say, the latest series that came out, Moon Knight, I think the finale released this morning, I haven't watched it, but it's kind of more separated from yeah. the universe, and it's pretty good. Oscar it's, Isaac is really it, good. You know what? Yes, and I won't give away too much because it's just early episodes. His other character annoys the hell out of me. I, I, I couldn't watch the second episode because he's just that, that annoying. It gets better. Does it get better? Because he was very annoying. Sometimes a character annoys me so much I can't watch anymore. That's fair. It gets redeemed. Okay, good. Uh, Next, Leo Reyes, Costco Poutine. Overrated. Honestly, like, Poutine in general is overrated. Okay, because, like, 90% of the time you get Poutine and it's, it's subpar. Like, a good Poutine, great. Sign me up. I'll take it. I love it. But far too often you get Poutine... And it's just not good enough. Well, I'd assume Costco poutine is like the gen- the most generic poutine. Yeah. But it's also pretty cheap and pretty good for what it is. Because Costco fries are good. <laughs> I haven't had Costco poutine. The thing that kills me about Costco, okay? You go into Costco. You spend like 400 bucks on stuff you don't really need. You don't even really know where to store it. So you end up keeping some stuff in the trunk of your car. <laughs> and... At the end of it, you go and get a $1 hot dog, $150, whatever the heck the price is. I don't it's have a Costco membership. 
I went to Costco this morning. You and- did. <laughs> you get the hot dog, and you're like, man, I got a great deal today. What? Because no, you had a $1 lunch? You just spent 400 bucks on stuff you don't really need. You will, I mean, see, that comes back to your lack of discipline as a shopper. <laughs> if you're disciplined when you go to Costco, you get stuff that's value. No, the fallacy is like, oh, I got a deal today. But no, no, you didn't. You bought more than you needed to. And then you just got a one dollar. You don't, under- dog, so you don't understand the value in bulk, do you? Yeah, like the thing. Everything I bought today is going to be stuff that can last for months. Ah, so value cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I've got what did I get? Today? Fruit. Loops? I got some Brita filters. Oh, I got some sponges. Oh, very good. Some laundry detergent. Lots of fun stuff. And it's, a hot dog at the end of it. The, the problem is in my my shoebox apartment. Like I can't fit all this stuff. Like I don't know where to put it all. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> from Harp Sama, Evander Kane's boxing skills. Um, underrated. He will mess you up. Yeah, don't mess with Evander Kane. Did you see the Edmonton Oilers uh, post today? The Evandalorian. Mm, not great. No, <laughs> can't say I like that. Please, can May the Fourth be over? <laughs> <laughs> There's some dude in. I think it's California riding his motorcycle as like a chopper. Yeah. But like made it into Mandalorian bike and he had the whole gear on or whatever. I don't know what that is. Is it like a like a, a Batmobile? Pretty but, much. But for, for Star Wars guys? More or less. You know that you know you saw you seen Batman, like the you know, Dark Knight, you see the, the motorcycle he has, the big one, it's kinda like that. But yeah. more okay. Star Wars. More spacey. Yes. Uh Sean Butler Hammocks. Um Overrated. Had a hammock uh in my younger days. In our, in our backyard. Never used it. They're not that comfortable. No, they're not, really. I think the hammock has to be in a, a location that's scenic, yep. and then it's then it's underrated. It needs to be quiet, scenic. You have, like, a blanket on it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not as comfortable as you'd think. Uh, like, I don't know. Not a big, like, sleep-outside person either, so. <laughs> I'm going to take an afternoon nap. I'm probably just going to take an <laughs> afternoon nap, you know. I don't need a hammock to do that. Uh, last one from Devin. Tailgate parties. Underrated. Problem is, like, are you staying sober enough to actually enjoy the events you are going yeah. to? Yeah. I mean, it depends on how much time you spend. For, I, I'm all about maximum enjoyment yep. and efficiency. And there is a law of diminishing returns when you <laughs> overstay. <laughs> So that's where I'm at. Like, it needs to be concentrated, in and out, you know, short and sweet. Because those things, when they drag on too much, if you're yeah. there, like, five hours before the game, like, you're way too sloppy by the time the game starts. Oh, yeah. That's, then you become Bill's Mafia, and you're throwing people through tables. Um, un- underrated. You know what? Like, parking lot burgers, great. It's not, like, I'm good for a parking lot burger. Trashing poutine. And then, oh, a parking, <laughs> parking lot, burger. lot burger. That sounds amazing. Yep. He's not very distinguished. <laughs> No. Oh, Marvel movies suck, but this one DC one's okay. Yeah, like, people get mad about that. People text it in a bunch of them. How, what the hell's wrong with you? Well, DC is better than Marvel? All, all I know is all the Batman movies are good. Well, except for the, the Ben Affleck one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, never, I never watched that. You could t- like, you could, there's certain movies you can tell in the trailer that's not good. Well, yeah, and the Val Kilmer ones going back back in the day, not great. That's the other thing. If you, if you see a movie getting a ton of, like, ad space, you know it's bad. <laughs> you know? Like, why are they trying to pump this up so much? Because it's bad. They know people are not going to like it when they go watch it. So they're trying to hype it up for the release date. And then 
they know the critics are going to trash. Well, when the A-list actors are putting out the full chord press, that's when you worry. It's like, why, why is he on every single morning show in the U.S.? Why is he saying okay to an interview on Canuck Central? <laughs> like, what's going on? Uh, that's, uh, that's another edition of Overrated, Underrated. Uh, I, I see a bunch coming in on the Dunbar Lumber text line. Uh, try to get them in early. Uh, we can't uh, get to all of your submissions for Overrated or Underrated. It's Dan Richo, Satyar Shah. This is Canuck Central. It's time now to bet on hockey like never before with Play Now Sports, your local BC sportsbook, and a couple of games still to go tonight. St. Louis Blues and Minnesota Wild is coming up after 5.30. The Blues were all about it in game one. David Perron with the hat trick. They look great. I liked Minnesota coming into this series. I still like Minnesota to bounce back. Vili Husso was incredible, as Kevin Woodley pointed out. The one curious move here is going back to Marc-Andre Fleury when Cam Talbot was Mm -hmm. basically playing out of his mind to close the season. I mean, Marc-Andre Fleury is a great reliever, you know? He's great. He's great coming in from the pen in a playoff series. I don't know... He hasn't really performed as the guy when he's needed to. At times, he has. He's had moments. I mean, the one, uh, the first Stanley Cup they won. I mean, he had moments against the Red Wings where he was incredible and the save he made. Oh, the closing end, save saves. nuts. Uh, so yeah, he's had moments, of course, as a starter. Um, but it has kind of been, you know, Matt Murray at times, and he's kind of been uneven here and there. What I found interesting was that they didn't go back to their rotation that they have been yeah. doing so if you've been going with Talbot flurry and rotating those guys alternating starts why not do that in the postseason too especially when a guy is coming off a tough start if they win tonight nobody worries about it you lose though it's going to be Talbot's net the rest of the way and you wonder if that has done some damage just to the confidence overall with that group because sometimes all it takes is one mistake like that to throw you off in the postseason uh blues are uh 220 uh so you're getting plus money on the blues here on the money line 171 for the Minnesota Wild, who are now uh, big-time plus money to win the series after they go down one, uh, paying 250 on the money line. So maybe a little bit more value there than you had prior to game one. And check out all the lines over at playnow.com. Also, it's time for the playoff goal horn. The playoff goal horn is brought to you by Surrey Cedar. For quality cedar products, visit their two lower mainland locations in Langley or Port Coquitlam. The Carolina Hurricanes just adding another. They lead 3-0. Sebastian Ajo scoring his second of the game. They lost Antti Ranta earlier. We'll see what the update is on his injury if we get it. And the Tampa Bay Lightning, as expected, not as loose as they were in game one of the series with Toronto. They lead one nothing on a goal from Victor Hedman. That's through one period of play. Blues and Wild going to get going at 6.30. We'll start to preview and get a take on the Colorado Avalanche, their hot start to the postseason. Mark Moser joins us next on Sportsnet 650.